This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. Remedies for patent infringement has become a controversial issue. For the past several years, Congress has attempted to complete a major reform of patent law. However, one major sticking point that has stalled the legislation has been disagreement over remedies for patent infringement. In the interim, the Supreme Court has altered infringement remedies with regard to the availability of injunctive relief. Obviously, if a third party engages in unauthorized use of your patent, you should have a remedy. To understand what that remedy should be, however, we first have to discuss some basics. Patents have long been recognized as property, both by the patent statute, section 261 of the patent law states, patents shall have the attributes of personal property, and Supreme Court decisions have universally or uniformly held that patents are property. Under a property theory, property owner is typically entitled to prevent a third party from using his or her property without permission. Unlawful use of real property is called trespass. Unlawful use of personal property may be called conversion or trespass to chattels. And unlawful use of patented property is typically called infringement. When a patent owner sues a third party for past infringement and prevails, the only possible remedy is money damages, since any past infringement can't be undone. Damages for past infringement are usually measured by any profits the patent owner lost due to the infringement. Alternatively, if lost profits can't be ascertained, for example, when the patent owner doesn't sell a product embodying the patented invention, the patent owner will be granted a reasonable royalty for past infringement in lieu of lost profits. The next remedy issue that arises is with regard to the infringer engaging in future infringement. In 1908, in the Continental Paper Bag v. Eastern Paper Bag case, the U.S. Supreme Court categorically resolved this issue. The court said that generally, a patent owner is entitled to a permanent injunction against future infringement under a property theory. As a result, it became the general rule that a patent owner was entitled to permanent injunction against future infringement once a patent was found both valid and infringed. However, in 2006, the U.S. Supreme Court in the eBay v. Merck Exchange case overruled prior precedent with regard to the remedy for future infringement. After this case, a patent owner is no longer entitled to a permanent injunction against future infringement. The Supreme Court said it was up to the trial court's discretion whether the patent owner could be granted a permanent injunction against future infringement or only damages for any future infringement. The Supreme Court said the patent owner must establish the following four things in order to obtain a permanent injunction against future infringement. One, the patent owner has to show he or she suffered irreparable injury. Two, the available remedies, such as money damages, must be shown to be inadequate to compensate for that irreparable injury. Three, considering the balance of hardships between the patent owner and the infringer, it must be shown that a permanent injunction is warranted by equity. And four, it must be shown that the public interest would not be disserved by issuance of a permanent injunction against future infringement. A review of cases subsequent to the Supreme Court decision in the eBay case reveals the following general pattern with regard to when a patent owner can obtain a permanent injunction against future infringement. 
If the patent owner is a direct marketplace competitor of the infringer, the patent owner will generally receive money damages for past infringement and a permanent injunction against future infringement. If the patent owner is a non-practicing entity, which is sometimes referred to derogatorily as a patent troll, or the patent owner is not a direct marketplace competitor, the patent owner will receive money damages for past infringement and a reasonable royalty for future infringement in lieu of a permanent injunction. One exception supported by limited case law at this point involves nonprofit research institutes, such as universities. They may be entitled to a permanent injunction despite being a non-practicing entity. For more detailed information on the Supreme Court decision in the eBay case, see my website at lawprofessor.org. And under Publications, you will find two articles on the eBay decision. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at a-r-o-d-a-u at suffolk.edu. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.